I got Starbucks earlier and I got a venti iced chestnut praline latte. I have two things I want to say about it. One, it was almost $7. Two, it's going to make me probably liquid shit in the middle of this episode. And three, I ordered it on the app and I forgot to say I didn't want whipped cream. And if you're watching, you can see that they gave me the dome lid because there was whipped cream on it because obviously, I mean, I, I didn't clarify. So that's that one's on me. Well, I feel like there is nothing more embarrassing than carrying around a dome lid when it's not a frappuccino because drinking a frappuccino is social suicide in my opinion and the sheer thought of someone thinking that maybe I was carrying around a frappuccino venti frappuccino (laughs) makes me not want to be alive it makes me want to unalive myself but that is fine um anywho today you don't want to know what if you bitches haven't had a chestnut praline latte feels fucking illegal to never have had one also, I'm at home right now. If you're watching, um, if you're not and you're just listening, which most of you do, which is totally fine, I'm at home right now. Um, like, I'm at my parents' house. I'm at my dad's house right now. So, if if you're watching, I'm in a different environment. Um, this setup is so much, like, so much more visually pleasing because it's brighter and it's not as dark and dingy I have like five windows on me right now this is very lovely but uh my dog's sleeping the moment she wakes up is the moment this episode will be over because she will want in and out of the house she wants to go outside she sees how nice it is outside however she can't hear me right now because she's old and I think she might be deaf now which is really sad but also really great um for me so um yeah what are we talking about today today uh let me get my little notes out because I do write down notes because I am a professional podcaster that's a joke oh dear god all right so today I'm talking about balancing relationships I kind of want to start this series where I talk about, um, like, a, like how I have the series a guide to, um, I want to start, uh, a, um, uh, 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 Jesus Christ, that was really fucking annoying, I'm so sorry, I want to start a series, another one called, uh, Balancing for Beginners, because there's so many things in our life we have to balance, and one of them is relationships, um, other ones that I thought of kind of were balancing the thought process of like seeing the good and the bad in people 
and how you have to balance the two. Um, also balancing, I think, uh, I don't know, there were a couple other ones that I, I thought of and I, as you guys know, like to talk about these kind of things and give you unsolicited advice because I'm fresh out of therapy as of 15 minutes ago and I'm feeling philosophic. So buckle up for some unsolicited advice, whether you like it or not. So there are three types of relationships that I'll be talking about today. Obviously, there's like a million different kinds of fucking relationships, like, you know, co-workers and, and bosses and, but I'm not going to be talking about the three main ones. Friendships, romantic relationships, and family relations. Um, and I'll be kind of comparing them and kind of giving some advice on, you know, what not to do. And how you can kind of tweak your behavior to have healthy relationships between all three of them. So first, I want to talk about friends versus, I'm going to say lovers. Or your partner or your, you know, even if it's just someone you're talking to. Um, I am very guilty of kind of ghosting my friends whenever I get into a new relationship. My friends know what I'm talking about. Sorry, guys. Um, but I know what it's like when you get into a new relationship and all you want to do is hang out with that person. <clears throat> Excuse me. And <laughs> all you want to do is hang out with that person. And that's understandable because it's something new and it's exciting and you're probably horny for each other and, you know... You just want to find out everything possible about this person. And so it's it's understandable when you're very preoccupied with this new partner. Um, but it's really important to maintain those friendships too because worst case scenario, it doesn't work out with you and the person you're dating or talking to. And if you've been a shitty friend and you have valued a partner over your friends and haven't maintained those relationships, you're going to be fucked. Now, if you have really, really good friends, they're going to be like, hey, babe, we haven't seen you in like two weeks. Uh, Get your ass over here. We're going out tonight and we're having some drinks or even just like hanging out or even just talking, catching up on the phone. Like, if it's a long distance friendship situation. So like those are the good friends that you want to keep. However, you can't just rely on your friends to say, hey, where are you at? Where have you been? The phone goes both ways. So you have to remember that it is important to say, hey, I am going to go hang out with my friends say this to your lover i'm going to go hang out with my friends now if your partner it this it the reaction you get from your partner 
when you say you're going to go hang out with your friends is a big indicator of if they're a good partner or not. And I, I have never experienced this specific scenario, but I know people who have. I've always been the one who, you know, when, when my boyfriend has said, okay, hey, I'm going to go hang out with my friends, I've gotten very jealous because I didn't know how to be alone. This was when I, also whenever I was like a lot younger too. I didn't know how to be alone and I didn't know how to separate my time with my friends and like being alone and then also my boyfriend and then also being alone so like the only time like if I weren't hanging out with my boyfriend it was not my decision I wanted to hang out with him all the time like I I just didn't care like all I wanted to do was hang out with him and be inside his skin and obviously that's not healthy because I didn't know how to like be alone he wanted to hang out with his friends and I'm sitting here like no let me crawl inside of your skin and never leave because I can't be alone so clearly that's not great behavior um and you don't 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 do that because thankfully in my situation I I had you know long I had friends that I had had for a long time whenever I had said boyfriends and thankfully you know even though I maybe had ghosted them or didn't really hang out or talk to them as much thankfully they were still there for me whenever I when we broke up so but that's not every situation not every friend is going to still be there and if they're not there whenever you and your partner break up that doesn't mean that they were shitty friends or that they weren't your friends to begin with that's just them setting boundaries and and saying I should be valued as a friend and I deserve you know attention too and I deserve effort both ways so and and I wasn't getting that so I so you can't blame them for you know not being there for you whenever shit hits the fan especially if you were like really like ignoring them now here's a difference though I know many people who just aren't good at communicating one of my good friends I rarely talk to her but I know she loves me and she knows I love her like we will talk every once in a while but that's just how our relationship is and that's how she is for most of her long distance friends I don't I don't uh, she goes to school a couple hours away from me and I have friends who are also friends with her who don't go to school with her right now and you know it's like oh have you heard from her no I haven't heard from her oh, okay it's nothing personal and I think that's different it's when there's that immediate shift in in behavior when you start dating someone I think the best way to avoid doing this is to have these practices when you're just even in the talking stage. For me personally, I'm a very like physical, touchy, cuddly, tell me I'm pretty kind of lover. Like I want, I want physical attention and I want, you know, I want you to want me. So 
I think, and I haven't really, you know, had a boyfriend for a little while now. So I'm interested to see after all this therapy, how I'm going to be in, a, in my next relationship. Hopefully I, hopefully I have another relationship. I don't, you know, I'm not single for the rest of my life, but it is what it is. Anywho. Um, and I, uh, anyways, a little self-deprecation, anxiety triggering right there but I know that's not going to happen. And I, I know it's hard to have that balance of something that's really new and exciting. And then also something that you've had for a little while now, which would be your friends. And Obviously, everyone loves new and shiny things. And so when you have that new shiny thing, aka, you know, the person you're talking to or boyfriend, it is extremely easy to forget about the things that you've had for many years. And uh, I just got a very sketchy text message from someone who's trying to hack me. Anyways, um, because I don't have a package. I didn't order anything. Um... Yeah, so I think kind of just ha- like having practicing those boundaries, and if your friends know that that's how you are in relationships, and how hard it is for you to you know really separate that time, I think that if you have really good friends, they will also kind of guide you and remind you, like, hey, we're still here, like let's hang out kind of like making those plans and I know if you're a friend in this situation and your friend is ignoring you because they have a new boyfriend or girlfriend and it it's like well they're not putting any effort in why am I just putting in the effort sometimes sometimes people just you know need extra effort in certain cases in order for them to get back into the spot where they were, where they were putting in, you know, enough effort. And it sucks in the moment because you're not getting that effort back. And it's like your friend isn't nurturing that relationship as much as you are. But like, I think it's worth it in the end when you're, when your friend is, you know, finally back from that honeymoon phase so advice to the friends who are friends with people like me where you have a hard time balancing friends and new relationships the advice I give you is this cut them just a little bit of slack but also don't settle you have to set that boundary of what you will and won't put up with like I say in most of my unsolicited advice videos. And it's it's important that you have those boundaries, but you also have to like realize, hey, okay, this is how she is. This is how my friend is. And she needs a little bit of a little push. She needs a little bit of a little shove. And that's just how it is. And you have to determine if you're going to, you know, take it, basically. So, 
um another thing is that if you're yeah don't worry about it guys don't you worry about it if your friends hate your boyfriend I'll just use it in in my terms in my experience but it could be whoever if you're if your friends hate your boyfriend not because of jealousy but 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 because of his personality that's a red flag now if they hate him because of jealousy then that's a red flag for your well I'd say that could be a red flag for your friends because you know jealousy is more like a reflection of insecurity but also they might just be jealous because you're not hanging out with them as much so you also have to look at like are they jealous of him because they're insecure or because I'm not putting in enough effort into my friendship with them so you know it's there's two sides to the coin you have to kind of take a step back and realize like why do my friends hate my boyfriend there could be a number of reasons he could be an asshole you could be an asshole or they could just be insecure so and there's a bunch of stuff in between there um and then if your partner hates your friends because he's jealous that's a red flag because well even if he hates their personality I'll get into that but if he hates them if he hates your friends and he gets pissed off whenever you're hanging out with your friends one he doesn't know how to balance his relationships and he should probably be listening to this podcast two that is a reflection on his own insecurity and lack of trust and also if your partner is jealous of your friends it can be a reflection of I mean it can be a reflection of so many things too it really can and the other side of it is is if your partner is jealous or hates your friends because of your friends personalities you were friends with your friends first obviously you get along with your friends because you have similar personalities and and similar interests and you know you have the same sense of humor and you get along with them really well platonically if your partner doesn't like your friends because of their personality that might be you know his way of saying hey I hate your personality like if you if your partner hates your best friend because of your best friend's personality your you and your best friend have you know I'm assuming probably very similar personalities morals ethics interests sense of humor uh similar music tastes like you just get along with people who share the same interests as you So if your partner hates your best friend's personality, then, or he he thinks that she's annoying, then like, how does he not think you're annoying? That's just like an indicator of like, like, okay, let me put it in simpler terms because I'm rambling right now and I want to make my point crystal clear. Um, sorry, I thought someone was home. Um, say... Okay, so you guys know how in the beginning, don't worry guys, I got this, hang on. So in the beginning of a relationship, you're not really your full true self. You don't know someone. You don't know someone's true self the first two weeks of knowing someone. So say you're dating this guy and it's about a month into the relationship. He meets your best friend and he's like, wow, she, you know, 
he's an ass if he's saying if he's saying wow she's annoying he's an asshole and you should just stop him right there but if you continue to listen to him and he says wow she's annoying and or wow she you know she's a lot I assume that the way your best friend is acting is how you would typically act so basically if (laughs) I hope you guys are following along basically if you know six months from now that's whenever you're your true self as if you were with your best friend wouldn't he also wouldn't he think you're annoying because if he thinks your best friend's personality is annoying then he's gonna think you're annoying in about six months because that'll be like your true self did that make sense because it makes a lot of sense in my head because I'm picturing myself in this exact same like how embarrassing is this fucking dome lid I'm about to take a drink of my seven dollar drink and I can't even carry it carry it I think I'm having a stroke (laughs) I can't even carry it without feeling like I have a scarlet letter embroidered on my chest hair (laughs) all right we're gonna move on to um like your lovers in your family like balancing those relationships now let me preface by saying this can get really sticky because everyone's family backgrounds are extremely different and extremely complex so i'm gonna try my best to touch on multiple perspectives not just my own but i'm gonna start out with my own so i can kind of get some point across i have a very complex family but i have a i have a really good family like my parents are divorced i have stepsisters and you know i have i have a blood related sister and i i just have i have a huge family so my family can get really complicated but I have a good family like I had a good home life I had a good upbringing and I'm very very grateful and lucky for that not everyone has had that experience and I understand that I know people who haven't had a good upbringing and I know people who have like no relationship with their mom or their dad so I'm gonna give it my first advice in this scenario with like a good family home and then a not so good relationship with your family so first if you have a good home life you have you know you're close with your family and you had a good upbringing and you are prioritizing your partner way more than your own family this can get a little a little sticky now there's a difference between you prioritizing your family or you prioritizing your partner over your family and your partner over your friends because if you have a good home life and you're close with your family your family won't they're not going to abandon you they're going to still continue to love you is it going to suck whenever you're continuously choosing your boyfriend over your family yeah probably especially if for example the holidays are coming up and you're constantly choosing your boyfriend's family over your own family you know going to their house for thanksgiving going to their house for christmas or whatever it may be that it can kind of feel almost like a little bit of a of a betrayal 
because there isn't that balance. And I know it can be difficult, especially if, you know, uh, location can be a huge factor as well. But I think that also it depends on your age as well. Like in, in my past, I when I had boyfriends, I still lived at home. So it was pretty easy to balance having a boyfriend and then also, you know, still being with my family because I fucking lived with them. Now, as I'm getting older, I'm kind of picturing myself in, in this scenario where I'm having to choose between the two and it can get, you know, difficult because I've always struggled with managing my time between, you know, my mom and my dad because I, I'm, they're two separate households. So I can only imagine what it's going to be like whenever I'm, you know, I have my own house and I have to make actual decisions between my mom and my dad and then now my partner's family. And then if his parents are divorced, then we have to choose between his mom and his dad. And so it gets really difficult. And I think that if you have, you have, if you have like a good foundation in your family, then they'll be understanding. They, they might, you know, be a little sad that, you know, you're not coming to Thanksgiving dinner, but you have to compromise and you have to balance it. And maybe next year you make a, a plan where you'll go to your family's Thanksgiving dinner the next year and and kind of just rotate that or if you go to your boyfriend's family for Thanksgiving you'll go to your your family in Christmas and so um I think that that's really important because family in this scenario of having like a good upbringing and you know having that mutual respect I think that it's really crucial to still nurture those relationships regardless of you know how old you are now in terms of balancing your partner's your partner you and your partner's relationship versus your family's and like when you you know aren't close with your family and there isn't that mutual respect and you didn't have a good upbringing and they just aren't nice to you there's a big difference here because for example if you had a bad upbringing and you're not close to your family and you don't talk to them anymore and you start dating this guy and he has a really really great family and they welcome you in with open arms that can now form to be your own family and we find comfort in things people and places that make us temporarily forget about the trauma that we've experienced from our family and so kind of replacing this also goes with like family versus friends you know your your friends as family can feel like your family especially if you didn't have a good home life so whenever you don't have a good home life you know growing up and and you're not close with them anymore and you find this newfound family it can be like that can open up a whole new portal because now it's like you have a new mom, you have a new dad, and you maybe have like new siblings that love you in a way that you've never been loved before. And that can be extremely overwhelming. And that can also factor in to why you might not be balancing your friend relationships 
as well because now it's like you have a new boyfriend you have a new romantic relationship and now you have also basically a new family and it's like that's a double whammy and it's like why wouldn't you you know want to be all consumed in that so that is a like whole new factor to add into it but again like I like you just have to take into consideration of like all that stuff like you can't leave your friends in the dark because if you do then it's like what do you have if it all falls apart you need it you don't have a family because you don't talk to your family anymore so you still need to have like that support system of someone who isn't related to you but you're still close enough with where it feels like family but you're not going to break up with your friends if you keep nurturing that friendship especially if you've been friends with them for so long so um what else did I want to say about that um if you do have a close relationship with your family but you are prioritizing your partner that's something to consider yeah so that kind of just goes back to my point where you know if you have a good foundation with your family they're gonna understand that you know this is just how life works we meet new people and we have we form new relationships and you know same goes with your friends like they should know that but you can't put it all on them because you also have to nurture those relationships and balance it you can't just expect them to understand that you know oh she's she's in a new relationship you know we haven't heard from her for two months though but we get it no because I think by that point you should probably like you in in the in the situation of being the one ignoring the friends kind of realize oh shit you know like what do they hate me now because I you know I don't I haven't talked to them in forever but you know if they're truly good friends I think that and you know you have really good family and a good support system I think that they'll be happy to hear from you I don't think they'll be like oh here she is coming around you know if you have mature like good friends I think that they'll they'll be like oh hey like I'm really glad to hear from you instead of being kind of petty with it um and then kind of just going back to feeling comfort and finding comfort in in other people and places that you know make us temporarily forget about the trauma our family has caused kind of prioritizing your newfound family over your biological family doesn't make you a bad person because they're I I can I feel very guilty about a lot of the things I do just because I worry so much about you know my my family's opinions but you have to understand that relationships and balancing them goes both ways you know you if your family isn't you know nurturing their relationship if your mom isn't nice to you if your dad isn't nice to you you can't feel bad because it's like you tried I'm assuming you tried to have a good relationship and if they're not giving it you don't have to give it back listen to my episode on how to not give a fuck because if it goes both ways you give a fuck I give a fuck and that's really what all of this advice always goes back to is how to not give a fuck because that talks about you know really balancing the effort you give and if 
you know, your friend isn't giving a fuck about you because they have a new boyfriend, but it, it goes on for like three months and you don't really hear or see them at all, like, you know, you can't keep putting in effort that, like, you can't keep watering a dead plant, basically, so, and then lastly, just to touch on a little bit, um, family, balancing family, and then friends, I think that this is probably the easiest one to do, because if you have friends that you've had for so long, they can feel like family, for example, my best friend I've been friends with, since kindergarten first grade um our families were already friends and then we grew up like right down the street from each other so I've never had a hard time with balancing relationships like that because they just feel like family and I'm lucky enough to have a family who always welcomes in my friends like my parents met my my um my one good friend from college that I've not been friends with since kindergarten but they welcome her in as if I had been friends with her for that long so I don't think that there's really an issue with um balancing those two relationships if you have a good foundation with your family now if you have shit friends and you're prioritizing your shit friends over your family, and, you know, you're taking your shit friends' side on situations, you gotta address that. That's something you gotta, you gotta work on. First of all, get rid of your friends. Find new friends. Hopefully your family is telling you, like, hey, you got shit friends. It's time to find some new ones, buddy. But, um, yeah, going back to kind of, like, if you had a bad home life, your insimilar to your partner's family your family's friend or your friends's family can feel like a family same with what I was saying about a partner you know your partner's family can feel like your family your newfound family if you didn't have a good home life and so I think that that's really important um I have a friend who you know doesn't have Uh, like the same relationship I do with my mom and my mom is kind of almost like her mom in the sense of you know having that emotional support and that advice to give and um you know the positive the positive encouragement and stuff like that that she didn't really get from her own mom I think that's a really it that's a really good thing to have and I feel like if you have good friends and a good family, and you're lucky enough to have a good family, I don't think that balancing the two is going to be an issue, especially if you have, you know, good friends. I just saw a cat run across the street, but I think, I just think that I'm, to reflect a little bit, I think I'm just really lucky to have, like, a good family that understands if, I'm kind of, you know, I go missing for like three weeks. Not actually, but you know, I'm I'm all consumed. Whenever I my most recent relationship a while ago, um, I hadn't told my family, like my mom and dad, that I was talking to someone, kind of dating him, but 
they understand me enough to the point where they were like, yeah, we haven't heard from you in a little bit. We just kind of figured, you know, you were talking to someone or, you know, you got into a new relationship. And um, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, sorry about that. And, it, and then that's kind of it. And then whenever they say that, then I'm more hyper aware about, you know, making sure I'm still calling my mom and dad. And um, I think that the hardest one to balance is your friends and your partner. Because both are really important to nurture and to balance. And it can be really difficult to balance those two because you can't abandon your friends but you also have this really really new and exciting thing that you don't want to you know spend a day without and so um yeah again kind of just like telling your friends if they're in the situation where they're kind of like forgetting about you just being like hey haven't seen you you know in a while like if you have good friends they'll tell it to you straight and be like hey you know I haven't seen you in a bit I haven't talked to you in a little while like let's go grab a drink, let's go grab coffee and catch up, you know, um, and I think that's really important whenever you see your friend kind of forgetting about their friendships, so, yeah, that's pretty much it, um, yeah, so I guess, um, I'll talk to you guys in another episode sometime about, you know, the other things that I want to to balance, like, to talk about the balancing for beginners. Um, I'm trying to see if I can pull up, like, the other things. Oh, perfect. Um, balancing school versus work, um, that can also be really difficult. The relationships, valuing alone time versus socializing, which can also be really hard. And, like I said, seeing the good people versus still recognizing their red flags. So, those are just some topics that I kind of have in mind and that I'll eventually talk about along with my other series that I have, um, a guide to, I did one, a guide to hookup culture. So if you have any, you know, things you want me to talk about uh, for either of those, let me know, shoot me a DM, a little comment of somewhere on anywhere. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. If you want, you can subscribe to the podcast's youtube channel just argue with the wall follow me on instagram at lily m fry also follow the pod on instagram at argue with the wall but the with is a w um you can rate the pod wherever you're listening and uh that's about it i'm out of breath and i also have a meeting in 10 minutes so i'm gonna skedaddle out of here i'll talk to you guys next week bye